Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I have a vendetta against the Hockey League family. They are now on notice. It's like it's gonna be like the McCoys and the Clampets or whatever the age-old rival. It's the Daverns and the Hockeyleys. What is the age-old one? The Clampets and the who is it, Courtney? Colts and McCoys. The Colts and McCoys. Okay, whatever. Hatfields and McCoys. I don't want to hear that name ever again. Hatfield. Hatfields. Yeah. No, Hatfields and McCoys. They named their kid Colt and McCoy. What? No. Oh. Uh, the Hatfields and the McCoys. Yeah. Uh, forget it. Uh, the Hockey Lee family is. We're done. No Christmas cards. No Christmas presents for the Hockey Lee family. All of them. Yeah. Ed, Sean. I don't care. Whoever their daughters and sons. I don't have are. a problem with Ed. Ed uh, actually. I don't think he ever. Not he never called a bad game that I was in. Yeah, but he gave birth to Sean. And then years later, Sean officiated one of two of our games this year. Was he bad in both? I don't know. It was just. Lofa, on this podcast, Sean Hockley is the referee we were yelling about on a different episode earlier this season. It was Sean Hockley. And then here he comes again in this one. We've been yelling at a lot of refs this year. That's true. That's a good point. Probably because we just want to yell at our team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean. Are we going to talk about it now, or you want to wait till the show? I, I, I was going to say, should we start this thing off and just get it going? Okay. All right, everybody. Send it. Let's do it. Hit the theme song. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on. Get them up. Get them up. Get them up. Hawks on three. One, two, three. Go. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. I forgot to turn up my microphone. Coming back in. Oh boy, all over the place today. Producer Katie is also out of town for the holidays. I don't. I don't even know where my live reads are. I'm gonna have to do them from memory. Wow. Uh, man, we're all out of sorts over here. I didn't even d- take notes from that game yesterday. No rundown today, everybody. We're just shooting from the hip. Uh, welcome to the Seahawks podcast. Uh, brought to you by our good friends, Simply Seattle. Go to shop simplyseattle.com slash believe and use our promo code believe 10 b-o-e-a-v-1-0 10% off at simply seattle you guys the best uh, seattle sports apparel and outdoor company in the northwest they're locally owned and operated family owned and operated good guys good company and i mean they really do have the best designs uh if you're looking for for stuff um i know it might be a little late for holiday shopping but hey kick the new year off right with some merch from Simply Seattle. Um, Lofa, the Seahawks played a game last night. It was on a Tuesday. 
I mean, where do you want to start with this thing? We didn't have a chance to talk yet on this show about the controversy of moving the game back. And then there was the game. I mean, yeah, the uh, moving of the game mm-hmm. was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, what they have 25 guys. You got to forfeit that game. I, th- I thought that's what they agreed upon before they started this season. Right. And, uh, and then now, I mean, it just gets pushed back so they can have all their, their guys back. If that was us, would, would that have happened? I don't know. Of course not. And I, I have a message for our buddy Ryan Dirude because him and I got into it on Twitter a little bit last oh, night. What? Yeah. And uh, we'll bring him back on so we can actually defend himself. But dude, he, he's like, he's like, oh, let me call the wambulance for you guys. I'm like, buddy, you got to be you got to be kidding me, dude. Like everybody had agreed to play under the same rules like Lofa mm-hmm. just said. And then the situation comes up and all of a sudden you want some special treatment and stuff like that. And then we end up, you know, we, I mean, look, the Seahawks, we, we did not play well. I mean, I don't even know we if we're going we'll to go to the Seahawks or no. sorry, deserves to go to the playoffs. But the point is, is like, you can't, oh, it's so frustrating. Lofa Lofa's totally right. Well, if you... this would have happened to us, they would have never postponed that game and given us more. Ch- I'm going to, I'm sorry. I got to take a deep breath. Yeah, no, I'm telling you. Cause they, they would have been like, oh, well you guys don't really need this game. You know, you got 10 wins. You're going to make the playoffs. Like I could totally see them spinning it that way against us. And uh, I mean, shit, the officiating looked like that. If you want mm-hmm. <laughs> to jump right into that next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, we could if you want to, and then we could get to play on the field. The officiating was terrible, uh, as usual. The Seahawks get called for everything. The other team gets away with a lot of stuff. I mean, DJ Dallas kicking the ball. The refs should have just like taken that one on the chin and not even thrown a flag on him. Like, yeah, he's upset. He kicked the ball fine. I mean, seriously, like, unfortunately, the kicking of the ball put them close enough for that field goal. I mean, who knows? That extra 15 yards did help them. I wish he wouldn't have done that. But he had every right to be upset. I mean, now blatant P.I. Everybody could see it. I mean, even Dean Blandino is coming on going, I don't even know what they're looking at there ball what hit the they dude in the at? back yeah as he's grabbing both arms of yeah. dallas and putting them down with the ball still in the air it's it's clear as day beautiful tackle beautiful tackle <laughs> um yeah that uh, was bad um there was there was that one there was uh the holding call well, on bless both, austin both, both pass interference against bless were, were, were terrible calls um mm-hmm. you know the one was uncatchable like I couldn't even locate the ball. And, you know, it was just him flopping. And then then the other one, it was a hell of a jam. Um, and Cup actually had the back pad, and that's what he was using to, like, try to draw the hold. And it was it was a good acting job by him, too. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I feel bad for that kid because they, they were not good calls. The Rams were doing Rams things, Lofa. Throughout our time playing the Rams, throughout this rivalry, they do things that are sneaky, and it pisses me off. And it, they, they just stayed doing what the Rams do. They they run, they, they 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 flop, they throw a shoulder back. Cooper Cup throws his arm in the air. Oh, I'm being yeah. held. Give me a break, Cooper Cup, Golden Boy. If you're really that good, just get open. And by the way, local guy. Brock Heward. I got a message for you, too, Brock. Oh, no. What? I understand that Cooper's from the Northwest, too, but so are you, Brock. You're a University of Washington guy. You're a Seahawk guy. You do preseason games for us. You're on the radio up there in Seattle. Quit slurping Cooper Cup the way you are, man. It was pathetic all game long. I put this out on Twitter. Is Brock Heward related to Cooper Cup or just has a crush on him? It was disgusting. Like, give him some compliments in the first quarter, but then let it go, dude. It was, like, getting uncomfortable, honestly. 
I was like, man, what are you sliding into his DMs? You want to take him out? What are you two on? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just. You know, quarterbacks, they love their wide receivers. Ugh. Ugh. Disgusting. Brock. I'm disappointed in you, Brock. Is it, do you think it's because Brock and Sean have the sa- Sean McVay have the same hairstyle? Is that what that was about? Could be. Is that like a gel gel brothers stay together, stick together. Yeah, that should be their slogan. Whoever LA, needs gel. the gel, L.A. looks crew for life. <laughs> what is Brock Rocky? He rocks the pink, the yellow, the blue. Uh, I don't know. It's it's uh, ultra hold, just like uh, McVay. Yeah. Not even the headset can mess up McVay's. Uh, you know, little faux hawk or whatever that thing's yeah. called. Man. And McVeigh has the dorkiest little celebrations, by the way. They kick that field goal through at the end. He gives like a big fist bump, like, ah! Uh, it's like, man. yeah, man, if the refs didn't make that call, you wouldn't even be there in that situation, you little punk. They're all little punks. Yeah. I don't like the Rams. I don't like their uniforms. I don't like, and I don't like them. I don't like Stafford. Stafford stinks, by the way. A couple of throws that were just like, where the hell is he even throwing? I'm all over the place, Lofa. I'm sorry. You that, are. That interception by Quandre Diggs, who was he even throwing it to? They, they think this guy's going to take him all the way. I'm on your side now, Lofa. I'm telling you. I mean, yeah, he didn't, uh, he didn't play that great. I mean, no. yeah, I mean, the numbers, he, he was pretty efficient. I mean, yeah. they, they didn't drop a lot of uh, passes. I think it was like 21 to 29, you know, yeah. only eight incompletions, two touchdowns and an interception. Diggs just making plays like he always does. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Where do you want to go from here? Do you want to talk about what we did well? Do you want to talk about – <laughs> more officiating. Um, let's, see. Um, uh, let's talk about um, let's talk about uh, our quarterback. We were talking about their quarterback. Okay. Let's talk about our quarterback. Okay, because there was some decent stuff, and then there was some really, really ugly stuff. There were some missed opportunities. If I think about the performance that that uh, Russ had, I would say missed opportunities. The overthrow of Metcalf wide open. Um, overthrow. There was another one. Um, was it DJ Dallas or even if he throws the pass interference one sooner? I mean, DJ, DJ has got that guy beat. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, like I said, missed opportunities. And, um, those are ones that, you know, I mean, DK was not happy. Like he, he saying lead, lead him when he had beat, uh, Ramsey down the sideline. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's six right there. You gotta, I, we gotta make those. Look, it might be the finger. And maybe that's yeah. the excuse, but it, it was so many underthrows in that game. I mean, a lot of underthrows, a lot of wide receivers having to come back and wait uh, for the ball to come down. It looked like when you were a kid and you're playing flyers up out at, there at recess, you know, um, it, 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 it wasn't good. Like the, the earlier, the pass to DK that Ramsey was able to get his hand on, you know, maybe slight underthrown a little. I don't know. A little bit, yeah. but, he had him beat. He had him beat again. Yeah, but I mean that the DJ Dallas throw the the pass interference at the end like um, underthrown. He's turning around, having to come back for it. There was mm-hmm. the one to D Eskridge that they were saying. Yeah. By the way, the broadcasters were saying Tyler Lockett would have come down with that. I love Tyler Lockett, but he's not much bigger than D Eskridge, and that ball was way up there, and he's having to go up for it. I mean, who knows? Yeah. But the point is, is that ball was underthrown. He put that out in front of him. Yeah, he he, he was open. Launch. Waiting for the ball to come down is when they adjusted and, and got and were able to high point it with uh, D D Eskridge. Well, so. What's the deal? Because usually Russell Wilson, you know, quote unquote, best deep ball thrower in the league. He, we tease about the moon ball all the time. But this time the moon ball was going up and it was just hanging up there and they had to wait on it to come down all the time. Going up on a Tuesday. 
uh, yeah, the shit just wasn't coming down, bro. I don't know. Yeah. Um, we got got to throw the ball earlier, and I mean yeah. that's um, especially you know you can't. I don't think, especially with the finger, I don't think uh, you can out out throw Metcalf uh, mm-hmm. on that go route, and so mm-hmm. that was the the toughest one to you yeah. know stomach, like knowing that we missed an opportunity there to, to go get six. What about a couple of decisions by him though? Um, that he didn't even give the receivers a chance to catch the ball. Like how about the times where Russell drops back, the commentators go, he's got all day to throw. And then he just throws it out of bounds or, or takes the sack. I mean, the one where, you know, Von Miller was, you know, <laughs> chasing, running around Dwayne Brown like three times. Cause Dwayne's like, yo, where the hell's Russ going? Yeah. Like, <laughs> What's he that doing? That one was confusing yeah. to me. Yeah. I don't know, man. He just didn't get rid of it. He didn't look good, dude. And I've been on this all season, like even before the injury. Come on, guys. Before the injury, the Seahawks weren't having the greatest season already. He had just he looks off. There's something he I don't know. You guys. Okay. We we're driving there at the end to tie it up, right? We get down towards towards their end zone. He takes a shot into the end zone, way overthrows it, throws it out of the back of the end zone. Very next play, he throws it out of bounds towards DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf almost throws his arms in the air. Like, you gotta at least yeah. give me a chance. I mean, he's not I, I don't I don't understand what Russell needs to see in order to throw the ball at the wide receivers, Lofa. Is it that he needs to see them completely open and then throw it? Yeah. Is it a vision thing? Is it a lack of trust thing? Definitely a timing issue. And I don't know. Is that the finger? Because I've seen Russ throw guys open before, meaning coverage was tight and there's seemingly not a window, but he knows where they're about to be and when they're they should be breaking towards the sideline, you know, on a curl, whatever. And um, he's he's let it go in a timely fashion. So I don't know what it is. Um, I'm guessing it has to be the finger, which is messing up his his mental psyche. Like, hey, you know, he can't place the ball where he normally does. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's the only thing I can think of. But um, I do want to point out uh, we ran the ball very well. We just oh, uh, oh wait, wait, wait. wait before oh, we move on, okay. before we move on, I just want to ask you flat out. The offense was clearly a problem during this game. Who's no, out? no, it wasn't a problem. I what? mean, yeah, we didn't put up points, but we're you don't think the, ball. the offense was a problem in this game? They couldn't stay on the field. It's just three plays they go off again. In their t- in their lone touchdown drive, mm-hmm. it was 11, 11 plays. About eight of them were runs. So run the fucking ball. I know is what I'm, I would say. Fine, but uh, I'm just asking if it, okay. The defense held them down pretty much the whole game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I defense mean, defense played their ass off, man. Defense, As they had, they've been doing job. it all year. I mean, they Every threw up the stat. The <laughs> well, they get a lot of heat, right? 31st in pass defense, 30th in rush defense, but fifth in scoring. And like, you know, that's it doesn't I don't care how many yards you give up, you know, as long as you don't let up all the points. Yeah, but okay. So the defense we agree is doing pretty good in this game. The offense okay. is the problem for this team. And you got Russell Wilson, a $35 million quarterback per season who cannot move the ball, who can't move the chains, who can't keep the offense on the field, who can't hit open wide receivers. What are we doing? Is is it that, or is it the play calling? Cause like I said, when when we ran the ball eight times out of 11, we scored a touchdown on a 70 yard drive. Russ made two nice throws. He made two nice completions on that one, but guess what? Play action works when they actually think you're going to run the ball. Yeah, but as we know, and we reported on this before the season, that Russell Wilson has pretty much the entire playbook at his disposal at the line of scrimmage. Is he checking out of those runs into passes that he then throws into the third row or gets sacked ugly? Possibly, because look, we have 20 runs. I think both running backs average four yards or more. It's like 
okay, run it more. Like, what are you, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, man. I it's I got to tell you too. Uh, uh, Lofa, I don't know what the future holds for this team, especially personnel wise. But mm-hmm. right now, it's not it's not let Russ cook. It's let Russ walk. Mm. For me, for you, yeah. Just in my opinion, I'm done. I'm really done. I think he's had great stats uh, in years past, but the team hasn't been able to get to the success that they want to get to. I don't think it's been good for a few seasons now. I think he has absolutely... I mean, you you know him. You coached the team while he was there. You can correct me if, if and when I'm wrong, I'm sure. But to me, I mean... You not are, much, but, you know, this is very therapeutic, much. so I'm going to let you go. Dude, the team has his personality, which is nothing. I mean, there's just not it's much just fire mad. coming out of him. Did you, watch, did you watch his presser after the game? I didn't. Just nothing but that kind of corner smile coming out of his mouth. Like, hey, missed opportunities. Yeah, that one's on me. I'd really like to have it back. Hey, you know, but next week's an opportunity. We got all band together. Russ, I'm sick of it. And so is everybody else. We want to see that fiery Russ with a beard from like season three when he would go down and kick the crap out of the Arizona Cardinals. I don't like this clean cut Mr. Celebrity overweight Russ who can't get I, out of I the think pocket. he actually looks pretty good. This is like, this is the best Watch shape. That, he's Watch that. I'm going to say, but, but yeah, you're, you're talking. It's like Rick Vaughn, you know, when, oh, yeah? when, when he came back in season yeah. two, yeah. And, you know, he has, right. he's got the suit on. He ditched the leather jacket with no sleeves. I hear you. It could be something there, but right. I, you know, Injury did not help his season this year. No, that, and, that is uh, that is for sure. But what do we do moving forward? Because, dude, it doesn't look good right now. And with the pe- police, uh, sorry, and with the pieces around him, it should be better than this. Yeah, we. I mean, you look at it, we're not a bad team, and we should be in the playoffs. That's that's the crazy part. Well, that's you know? why I'm asking. Is it a personality thing? Is there something internal? Is this like a psyche thing? Is this like a chemistry thing? Is there something in the sort of dna well, or genetics of this team that's not right no but i think you know you start to wonder did the offseason you know turmoil and drama mm. spill over into this on top of injury right mm. um and so now we're, we're still not out of it believe it or not we are <laughs> not did. eliminated yet so um, you're saying there's a chance yeah i mean it's getting it's getting really close now but <laughs> Technically, yeah, until they say, hey, you are no longer in it. I mean, he's saying and doing the things that you got to. You got to believe that, you know, we still have a chance and you got to keep the guys going. And I, you know, the guys are fighting out there. It's not like we're getting blown out. You know, it's it's coming down to a one or two score game. And uh, it's been some excruciating losses. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, I really hate making excuses, but that was a very very poorly officiated game man i know i know and, and, and i i don't want to be that guy either no because it, it it's yeah it's it was bad like, well yeah i know um i know uh like i said run run the ball man i hate i've been saying it for like a year and a half now and yeah. it's i mean i feel like when you know carson or or you know penny because you know they only gave him eight carries, right? It was that like he got an eight or, and DJ got 11 or something like that. It's like we got them all on a pitch count. And because we're so nervous that they might get injured again, it's like, yo, you know, we need to just get out there and run the ball. 
and well, just, that opens Penny, up the whole offense. I mean, he did have some nice runs, but then had to miss yeah. some time even during the game with some injuries. I mean, he's just it, he's always injured, always this yeah. nagging stuff. I don't know. I mean, I guess I just have to ask you straight up because this is what Twitter is going crazy about, especially Seahawks Twitter. Like, what, what we got? What do you see, or in your opinion, what does the future hold for Russell Wilson and the Seahawks? If I mean, it's going to come down. Does Russ want to be here? And because there's no he does right in yeah. his press conference, he said he wants to play for 20 years here. Yeah, well, we'll see though, because now you know this is going to be like first time we missed the playoffs in you know a while. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first time we don't have a winning record. Mm-hmm. And the Russ that I know, you know, from being around the the Hawks and, and even coaching there, would want to. He's not going out like that. Like mm-hmm. he wouldn't just say, "Hey, you know what." Um, and I know in a lot of these quarterbacks' mind, you know, they have to win now for their legacy and all that, right, to ensure their their enshrinement to the Hall of Fame. Russ is a Hall of Famer. First ballot, I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, but they start to worry about, okay, I need more rings, right? And I get it. I get that. But I don't think that Russ, if he's leaving, I think there's disconnect in the organization, obviously, but – you know, it's not that he doesn't want to play for the Hawks. It's not that he's like, oh, well, the grass is greener over there. Like, it's it's really just uh, he wants to win now. Yeah. Win now mode. Yeah. Uh, what about DK Metcalf? How much longer is he a Seahawk without – I mean, he's clearly frustrated. I don't I don't see yeah. him signing here. I mean, I, it's going to hurt to watch him go somewhere else and just oh, man. destroy yeah. the league because some quarterback will trust him and actually throw him the ball. Oh, he's going to – kill the league you know yeah. for the next 10 plus years and but no. you know if if we're going rebuild mode if that's what we're talking and um, i think that's what you're asking me if russ walks okay you now have a lot of cap to go start over mm-hmm. and i think you know the one piece you keep intact is bobby mm-hmm. wagner mm-hmm. and i think you build around him for the next two or three years while you go find a quarterback establish a run game like we had back when we were on top and, you know, build that defense around Wags, you mm-hmm. know, and Brooks, obviously he's young. He's, he's what they want as the future, but I don't think he's ready to take over the defense, you know, the way, you know, Wags and KJ and all those guys had it for years, but that was the formula that got us to the Super Bowl. run the ball, play great defense, run the ball, play great defense, throw, throw a deep ball here and there, but it was Marshawn Lynch in the number one defense. And that's what I think a lot of people have forgotten. I also think one of the biggest things, and again, I'm just a fan. What do I know? But in my opinion, I think one of the biggest things missing from this team is, and we've been saying it all season. I've been saying it all season, personality and identity. When this team was rolling, they had big personalities on the team who would take a lot of this, like, uh, I don't know, pressure or like uh, Russell didn't have to be really the face of the team. You had Marshawn, you had Richard Sherman, you had uh, Doug Baldwin, Baldwin, right? Um, And so you had all these like, you know, big, like outspoken or, you know, in Marshawn's case, not outspoken, but you know what I mean? Uh, Drawing attention another way. But um, like you you had these guys who could kind of like be the ones out there sort of like taking the brunt of some stuff or answering tough questions or sort of being the attitude of the team. And now that all those guys are gone, what is the attitude of this team? Because, I mean, Russell, like he just doesn't have that thing in him. I thought he did. He used to when those guys were kind of around a little bit more. But now that they're gone, he he kind of doesn't. And it just feels like, 
I, do you know what I'm trying to describe? I'm not doing a very uh-huh. good job of illustrating what, but I just, I miss the, 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 I miss the player who would like rally everybody together on the sideline and be, you know, going. Oh yeah. We had a bunch of them. Pre-game pump ups yeah. and whatever. Where is all that? You know, I don't even see Russell on the field. You know, when they win, he used to be on the field doing interviews and then the go Hawks afterwards, as he'd go running off the locker room. Where is all of that? It just feels like this whole team's personality, identity, everything is gone, yet Russ and Pete are still there, so it's confusing. But a lot of the new guys that have been coming in, you know, DK um, and 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 the like and other draft picks and things, they don't have – it's like when they get there, they they know Russ is the leader, so then they kind of fade into the background maybe, and so then they don't really step up. And I don't, I don't know. The whole thing just feels off. For the talent level on this team, they should be achieving much more than they are, and this season is just completely frustrating. Yeah, I mean, and, and a lot of those guys that you mentioned, they were they were young and hungry, mm. like you know what I'm saying. And undrafted, uh, I mean, Jermaine first, yeah, Doug Baldwin, yeah, yeah, Michael know. Bennett, undrafted. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, Cliff Averill, third rounder, but I, and this is why they're the Detroit Lions. He wasn't even starting for them for a while, and I was just like, what are you doing? Like, right. <laughs> So thank you for, for giving them. I mean, him and Quandre Diggs, the lines have been great to us in, in, in free agency over the years. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, Cam Chancellor, fifth round, um, you know, Sherm, fifth round or whatever it was. It's like, you know, just some hungry dogs. And you right. know, it's just, um, it then it was a you know, combination of great timing too. But look, like the, a lot, I'll tell you what, the, a lot of the league, they weren't fearing Russ. Yeah, he was awesome. He was statistically awesome. But they were fearing that defense and Marshawn Lynch. And right. that's that's so you want to talk about attitude or identity. That's what got Pete. Even back when we were at SC and I played for Pete, we had a number one defense. And yeah, we had several Heismans, you know, but running the ball was always the first and foremost thought when we entered a game. And then, okay, second half you know, Palmer, Liner, they'd be going for 300 in, in a half. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I, it, it's tough to watch really. Yeah. Um, especially when you're averaging four or five yards a carry. It's, <sighs> it's like, I don't know how many times we got to say this. It's, it's a broken record, bro. I know. It's, so I know, I know. I don't know. I, I don't know. And I'm it's just... leading to a broken record. First time we're <laughs> first time we're losing in you know ten years. That's uh, why you're the best in the biz. Uh, you know who else is the best in the biz? You can bet on it. Ah. Bet online. You can bet that they're the best in the biz. BetOnline.ag. You guys are a great sponsor. Um, check them out at BetOnline.com. Brand new dashboard over there. They also have the mobile app that you can find in any app store. BetOnline is your number one place to make your wagers for sports betting. Or also they have a 24-7 online casino, which never closes full of table games and all kinds of stuff that you can find in any other casino. Use our promo code. Leave50. B-L-E-A-V-5-0. Get a 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. Well, this is usually where I transition, but I'm still mad, so no. <laughs> um, uh, how about the Rams, though? Let's just talk about the Rams a little bit. I mean, we, like you said, we played hard. We gave them our best shot. Um, but I got to say, like, based on what we've seen from the Seahawks this year and the way we've been playing, like, the Rams kind of didn't didn't look like the team that they, they didn't look sharp at all either. Yeah. yeah. Was it a Tuesday thing? Was everybody just thrown off by this thing being pushed back, even though it gave them an advantage? But, I mean, it still throws all the timing off. And yeah. Tuesday is usually a day off. I wonder if, you know, the body clock is just like, you know what, I'm usually chilling, you know, right. at this time every right. Tuesday. 
and now I got to go get ready for battle. So I don't know who, but they did not look sharp, but you know what they did? They ran the shit out of that ball. And even though they were getting one yard, two yards, negative one yard, one yard, two yards, then they pop a 36 yarder then they pop a 25 yarder. And it's just like, uh, and then Cooper, well, Cup, some, of that, some of that tackling at the end of the game by us too. just, I mean, that's gotta be just, we, uh, we did look a little tired. Tired. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. worn down, man. Uh, that one was it a screenplay to Sony Michelle? And I mean, we're kind of just. Yeah, I mean, everybody looks running tough. right through arm tackles. They had to. Yeah. But this is my whole point about the offense not being able to stay on the field. You know. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right in that regard. But um, you know, Von Miller getting his first sack. Uh, I mean, are the Rams? Are we scared that the Rams are gonna do damage in the playoffs? Because I, I, want I think they're one and done. Out. Yeah, I think, me too. I think they're I one and done. Good. Me too. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. They just, I don't know. They, it doesn't, even Stafford mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't, doesn't scare you. Mm-hmm. At least I don't think so. I mean, so well, we'll see. How about a real bright spot for the Seahawks, at least in this game? A little pass rush. Dunlap. Finally. And from one guy, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, Puna Ford had some good, some good rushes in there and was That's stopping true. some yeah. runs. But yeah, Dunlap was just all over the place. That's, you know, reminiscent of last year right yeah. When, yeah. when we got him at the trade deadline and he was just dominating so that was good to see um and i think yeah, that the defensive sacks. line the defensive line was probably the best or like most brightest spot the bright spot yeah yeah stopping the run like you said they gave up some but that's more towards the end of the game they had that run game locked down early yeah early nice tackles for losses um yeah. it, my biggest problem with our defense it, and i'm sure a lot of seahawks fans are frustrated it's on third down just like with mm-hmm. our offense yeah. um we get them into like what what was one of them third and 17 third or 17. something yeah. uh you you should not be giving up a first down on that and i'm not talking about the the penalties that lead to first downs there were yeah. a couple that we kind of let them out of these third and longs yeah there was like a second and 20 and then they throw a check down and next thing it's third and six it's like wait a minute the check down just got 13, 14 yards. Like, um, yeah. How about why? Why can't we just co- cover Cooper Cup when every time we play them? Uh, so two touchdowns in a game. His name is yeah. Cooper Cup. He's leading the league in receiving. Covering. I know. I mean, you know that those those should be interceptions. And you know, I'm not trying to point the finger of blame or anything. It's like, but those are opportunities that I used to relish. I'm like, oh my God, Cooper Cup, you're coming into the hook. Like, I know where the ball's going. Like, yeah. And if you just jump into that window, Stafford's got to pump the ball and he gets sacked, you know? And, um, but I mean, he, he was hitting that fifth step that, you know, back foot was hitting the the ground and he was rifling it. And it was just like, ah, um, the one, the one in the end zone, the first one was not, a lot of people, you know, because Wags was the closest man. That was not Wags' fault. He's got two in his zone. First of all, they motioned the back across. So now there's four strong. And uh, for everybody out there, because, you know, they're like, oh, well, Wags are right there. Make the play. Wags had two right there in the hook. When they throw four strong, we have to push the entire coverage. That becomes Jordan Brooks, man. And then, you know, the backside flat player, you're, you're helping because I think it was Beckham. When they put everybody away from Beckham, it was like, uh, what was it? Jonathan Moxon in the oop de oop back in Varsity Blues. <laughs> oop de oop. Oop yeah. fucking oop. <laughs> and so, so I think, you know, they wanted that one-on-one. They wanted to see, okay. And we had a flat player and we had the corner over the top on Beckham. So the next look is strong. And you have, he had either one of those guys. Now, if he threw it outside, because it's almost like a, a double follow or like they're, they're just – running behind each other wags would have picked the second hook which was his 
hook the first hook that belongs to the backside hook defender and that is jb he's got to get over there um and then the next one you know I, I think they were an empty or whatever and you know you're isolated on number two stay inside out if he catches it outside or over the top that's on the safety but as soon as that guy goes vertical just turn with him and it's going to be thrown on a straight line those are easy interception ops and unfortunately that was jb again too um so it's tough but you got to know that he's the target yeah you know most of the game but especially in the red zone yeah i appreciate you shedding some light on that lofa speaking of light how about lightbox wow look at you lightbox lab grown diamonds everybody the brightest gift of the year they've unlocked the science of sparkle lofa which sounds like fake science to me but hey you know it's science what do i know i I just read the copy. Yeah. Lightbox.com, uh, everybody, is where you go. No promo code for you. You don't need a promo code. These are 800 bucks per carat, which mm-hmm. is a price that you can't beat anywhere, especially for diamonds that have the same chemical makeup as real diamonds or you know regular diamonds, the ones that come from the ground. But these ones are grown in a lab. Check them out. Lightbox.com, everybody. <laughs> cough. I had to cough. All right. Lofa. What's up, dog? Where do we go from here? Let's shed some light on that. Like, I mean, you're saying there's a chance. Explain that to us. Is there still a chance? Well, I just saw I saw one article that said only five teams are eliminated, and we were not one of five. So that leads me to believe there's a chance, but I don't know how the hell we do it. If that's what you're asking, uh, you need everybody to just lose everything else, and then yeah. we need to win all three. Yeah, we got we got to win out, but I mean, we get a game at home. You know, uh, nice little Christmas present. If you celebrate Christmas, uh, the Bears, a struggling team mm-hmm. coming to your house, mm-hmm. we'll welcome that. Yeah. Well, but then there's the Lions, which is a struggling team, but they kind of beat down the Cardinals this last Lions, year. Cardinals, and Bears. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Do you think we can go 3-0 and to at least finish this season on a, on a win streak and we can at least feel a little bit better about ourselves? Yeah. Yeah, we'll take care of business this week. You know, I know the guys aren't happy about how that game ended, but we'll take care of business this week. We'll move on to the Lions, and then we'll get a showdown in uh, Arizona. And, uh, you know, from the looks of it, Arizona's going to need that game, unfortunately for us. But, hell, as as long as, you know, we, we finish out strong, there's there's still a chance. Yeah, we can, we can beat them. We just we got to just turn it on, man. We got to get – it's not like they're not motivated, but you know what I mean. We just got to pump that energy up, get that juice going. And I think we can take care of Kyler Murray. Look, if the Lions can beat them, then we can certainly beat them. Oh, they beat them. Yeah. Beat them bad. That peppered them, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, zone in, everybody. Zone in CBD, the best CBD in the game. Um, what we need to do, Lofa, and what I want to do is I want to zone in with you on – what exactly is going on in those meeting rooms today? Is today would today be an off day? After- oh no, fucking we don't we got, we got playing four days, bro. All right. No off no, days. All right. all right, no off days. So what's going on at the facility today? I mean, take us inside the VMAC. You've been there as a player. You've been there as a coach. Let's zone in on between players and coaches, and and even player to player, because you know guys got to pick each other up. I mean, what what's yeah. happening? at that building today um, over there. Yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> I was, you know, my last year of football, 2010, you know, we were like in the same situation. Uh, we finished that one, seven and nine. We were living week to week. 
Like it was literally like, oh shit. Well, we didn't win, but hey, neither did those other assholes. Like, <laughs> the Niners, <laughs> the Cardinals, <laughs> everybody in our division lost. And right. like, I just remember, you know, Kenny Nord, who always knows what to say, right? Um, you know, he was he was getting on us like, hey, this is what we got to clean up because you know this is you know at the end of the day, I don't care how long you're on the field for, right? You can't get tired. You, you got to clean up your feet. You got to clean up. You know, so technically going over like the fundamentals is like when you're tired, that's why you practice all the fundamentals. So you don't have to think about it. It's just, you know, second nature. And then, you know, he'd say, hey, by the, by the grace of the football gods, we're still alive, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> and so I got to believe that he's carrying that message over, too. And, um, you know, it's you know, the guys are already beating themselves up. They're just, they're, they're, they're we're our own worst critics anyways. Um, and uh, so I don't think they're, they're over there just, you know, laying into them like, Hey, you know, you ain't shit. It's, it's, it's more of a, Hey, we still have a chance. Cool. And so we need to prepare and act, you know, be grateful for this opportunity. And I know they are. And it's, um, but I, I think they might they might take a, a moment to, you know, self-scout and just say, you know, hey, whether Russ isn't healthy or what, we may have to just be a run heavy offense for the time being. And just to give our defense a break and uh, shorten the game, man, like get through this game with time of possession somewhat, somewhat, you know, neutral or uh, you know, the same. Because this 35 to 25, this 40 to 20, it's it's just killing us. It is literally wearing us down. And you know, we Not got some offense to defense. Yeah, yeah. We got, you know, we got phenomenal athletes over there on the defense side. And and they look average when it comes 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter because they're so gassed. So yeah. well, time for us to wrap this episode up. Uh, you got anything else before we get out of here? Um well, you know, in a short week, basically, was what we're dealt with now. Thank you, NFL. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure Pete's going to go to like a full walkthrough tempo. And when we, not only when we were playing, but when we were, when I was coaching there, we went to a walkthrough tempo because so many guys were banged up or, the, or the, it was late in the season. We had a Thursday night game. We started, you know, to really kick some ass out there because it, guys understood their assignment. And it was, because, you know, Pete still loves a high-tempo, high-energy practice, and that's fine. I mean, but a lot – there's not a ton of learning that gets done on the field. But when you walk through things, you pick them up much quicker, much easier. So when you do get to the running on Sunday, it's, it's just, okay, I got this. I know. I can see the concept. I see the formation. And I think, you know, especially with – we got a lot of great athletes. Don't make them overthink. That's, that's the thing. And so show them – at walk through tempo, what it looks like. And then when it's full speed, they're ready to go. That's it for us, everybody. Thanks for listening to the podcast uh, this week or, or for this episode. We'll be back. Actually, no, we'll be back later in the week to preview the Bears game. Don't worry. We'll come back and let you know what to expect from Justin Fields and the monsters of the Midway in the big matchup coming up this weekend. Uh, for Lofa, I'm Brett. You guys uh, can email us anytime at uh, seahawkspod at gmail.com. Rant. Go crazy. Uh, fill in all of the gaps that I can't fill in in real time because my brain is moving faster than my mouth. Please, let us know. It needs a walkthrough tempo. Walkthrough podcast. <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, Lofa, you got to break us down, though. It's, that's tradition. Let's, let's not... Let's, you know, let's... Keep doing what we do around here. Still alive, baby. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to break it down to still alive. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Still alive on three. One, two, three. Still, Still alive. alive. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.